0: Oh, I didn't hit cross-post. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, and James on episode 450, Should I Buy the Commercial Property I'm Renting, is going to be the conversation today. Um, Myself and James both work in the commercial market, and... We commonly see tenants who rent property wanting to buy a factory. And I think after the last couple of years, we've seen such huge growth in capital growth for our factory space where it's basically doubled. We haven't necessarily seen the same growth in rent, rental returns. So we thought it'd be a good topic to discuss, should I buy the factory or renting? James, how are you seeing that sort of industrial market the last sort of six six to 12 months? It's definitely sort of been one of the strongest ones, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think, excuse me, through COVID, it hasn't really taken much of a hit. So it's been one of the ones that stayed more consistent um, and it stayed more strong. And I think we've been lucky enough or fortunate enough to work on a couple of developments that have had quite a lot of warehouses for sale. So we've had some heavy involvement in the sales and the leasing of those, so we can draw quite close comparisons between the sales side and the rental side. And I think you're right in saying that the rents haven't quite caught up to the capital growth that we've expected. So it's stayed strong, but it hasn't really moved in in parallel with the sales to the rentals as you might expect. So it's been an interesting one. How did you sort of see it, Michael?
0: Yeah, like let's take, um, you're referring to the development in Chroma, Villiers Parade. Yeah. Like when they did the price list, I think end of, Uh, around 2020 so they were doing their storage units let's say it's uh, five or six grand a meter and when that happened when they did their pricing they had in comparison to Brookvale which was probably around six to six and a half thousand a square meter now Brookvale factories in the last 18 months has gone up to about 10,000 a square meter so huge growth. So the developer has kept his stock at the same price because he wants to sell out the last sort of remaining two. But that's yeah. a clear life for like storage units um, have gone up nearly 40%, but renting them has virtually stayed the same, maybe $10 up. So that's where you look at going, well, am I better off renting it than buying it? And we're coming. So, if we're, we're launching a factory for sale in Brookvale and a, the tenants are look potentially looking at buying it as well. And this is the factory that would be normally about $750,000. The yep. tenants paying, I think 25 grand in rent, but they've agreed to go up to 30,000 gross. And I was just sort of thinking through the numbers, like if you're most commercial, you want, you're doing a, a minimum 20, 30% deposit, most banks want 30 plus but I know ANZ's doing some at 20%. So if you're borrowing 80%, there's a 600K loan. A lot of, yes, some banks will do 2.5% commercial 3%, but most people can't qualify for it, to be honest. Most people will get loans at 4%, 45 for commercial yeah, right. property. So that means you're gonna be paying 35 grand in principal and interest, best case 25,000, which let's just call for argument's sake, it's even the rent yep. worth mortgage for it. But in commercial terms to buy something of seven fifty for that return, like th- that's a 3% return, three and a half percent return. Most commercial investments from the office market, the retail market or tenanted investments, you want six and a half percent. So that therefore on that same dollar investing, you'd be getting 50 grand rental return. You'll be making double the money. So it's one it's of those interesting, things, isn't it? Yeah, it depends
1: what it depends what shoes you want to place yourself into. If you're a business with great cash flow, great, you can make those sorts of investments, and you don't need to worry about the return. You can afford to do it. But if you're just a business that, you know, you're not in a position to to purchase your property. If you can get away with paying rents like that, particularly in a market like Brookvale, where you are in one of the strongest commercial markets in Australia, um, or commercial industrial markets in Australia, I should say. Um, where do you see the benefit or where is it, where are the, what are the pros and cons of renting between, between buying in that sort of situation? That example you use of that, that, uh, that property we yeah. have for sale that we've just rented as well. It doesn't, it doesn't quite add up, but I suppose it depends on the longevity of the, of the, of the situation you're trying to put yourself into.
0: You made a good point. It's like, can you can you afford it? Is it sort of like, do you have three hundred k cash in the bank? And it's like, it's not doing anything. I'd rather just buy why, where I am. Yeah, hundred percent right. I see that a lot. But if you're if you've only if you haven't maybe bought a property, you maybe own only own not only is it a bad way, but you own your family home, and yeah. you're like, oh, let's buy this. This would be a great investment. It's like, well, will it? I know it sounds good to own where you're working, but you're yeah. buying something on a 3% return when commercial is only 6%. So yeah. could there be other investments. Now what, why people would buy the factory then they've got if they've James if they've if they've got a big fit out cost like yeah. it, and it's very expensive to move then that's the safety and security is worth a lower return because yeah. the the let's say it's like 20 grand difference between a six and a half percent return and what they're buying, where they're renting, but their fit outs could cost half a million dollars. So they don't mind taking that loss for the security. Cause if they ever have to move, cause traditionally you got a three year lease, five year yeah. lease, even a two year. So you do have that risk of not having that security. If the owner ever wants to move in, your lease is up, you forget to take your option lots of reasons even for tax purposes you may want to write off a uh, lower rent within reason or put a higher rent on like by owning it it, it does give you a lot of um potential yeah um, but if you said we only got one other property we want to buy a second we want to uh, you we want to treat i think some people uh you've got to have two hats on your business owner hat running your business and your yeah. property investing hat. They're totally different. Like, because if you looked at if you looked at it, that it wasn't your business in that property, and you and you're wanting you have a and you're wanting rental return, it's a shit investment. It's three percent. Yes, you yeah. have capital growth, but you normally buy commercial property for rental return, and capital growth is a big bonus. So to yeah. only buy it on the back of capital growth and a low return, like we wouldn't be able to package up a deal at a 3% yield and sell that on a rare occasion, unless development and all that stuff. But for this example, typically a yeah. strider property. So some people just like the first homeowners, James, they're they're always, I wouldn't live here. Or, uh, and it, or if, and it's like, well, you don't have to live here. You can just do it for six months and then sort of move yep. on. Like sort of people try and wear too many hats like James, when you're showing properties to lease, they're not thinking anything different to what they will do in their business.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's yeah, it's interesting as you say that because there are different perspectives that people have to take when you when you're looking into this. And a short term, is it feasible? Long term, is it going to be beneficial? And I think the good, the, the biggest point there is you're right, it's it's your fit out that you're gonna put into it. Some businesses don't have any fit out, and you can just jump between property to property to property. And if you can manage to pay the lowest rent, great. If you don't, if you do have something more substantial and you need to stay there for a longer amount of time and you need that security, then fair enough. If you do have the cash flow, it's the type of investment that you make because it's beneficial. It's like like when you move property, your residential property, you do it for a main reason. You do it because you'll have a better quality of life. You do it because it will offer you more. It's the same with what you're doing with your commercial. You don't maybe look at it as an investment that way, you're just parking money so that you can have that stability and that security. Um, But you're absolutely right. If you're, if you're looking to purchase, you can certainly do it better than in your commercial industrial investment. You can make, you know, a six or a seven or even more potentially percent on buying a smaller asset and having better cash flow. And then, you know, you're not, you're not tied into so many, into so many things. So I think there's a lot of different ways to look at it. It's, it's, it's very subjective.
0: And also I look at it this way. Yes, buying a property is great, but look at your business. Your business may be better off. So, for example, let's say unexpected the property comes up for sale. You've you've had a good year. You got three hundred grand in the bank. You were you were in you were thinking of upgrading all your machinery. Maybe getting a bigger factory, or let's say no, let's say no bigger. Upgrading all your machinery, put new staff on. Do more marketing in your business and take it to yeah. the next level. And you need yeah. that 300 grand for that. But then the property comes up for sale, and you're like, oh, I've got to buy this. I've got to own where I am. That's what I've always heard. And then you buy that, you leave your business with. Not the the liquidity it had, yeah. and you sort of go, oh, we had a good year. We'll just keep it consistent. We'll stay complacent because now we've got a property asset." And it's like, "Oh, really?" Like, remember where you made that three hundred grand and double down on that. There's we had a conversation with Mark, Mark and I the other day where you may never, you may never buy a property, or there's a lot, but be good with your money. There's a lot of people who focus on their business. Double down on their business, triple down on their business, a dollar in, they invest a dollar back in. And by time, and then for the first, and then for 20 years, they look back and they've made, they've done really well, they've got money, then they're buying a lot of properties with no debt, but they've just focused on their business. They haven't worried about property because they look to go, okay. And where I come from that, let's say, best case, you make 10% a year on your property asset, which is, um, at 750K, you're making $75,000. Yep. You may be able to make $200,000 a year if you focus on your business, if you have marketing behind your business. So it's just about going what's better for you in the short term and the long term. Yeah. And then reassess. Don't get me wrong, plenty of benefits are only where you are. But I, what stemmed up, I just spoke with you off camera. Jay, my mechanic called me and they were doing a rent review on his factory. And he's like, oh, should I, should I just move and try and buy one like this? And I was like, is, isn't that factory the ideal size for you? And he goes, yes. I go, well, how big is it? And it was like 380 square meters. And I was like, that would cost you $2.2 million to, to buy. It. And you're only yeah. paying like 70 grand rent for it that's a shit investment if i brought you a 2.2 million dollar purchase and you were paying 70 grand you'd be like oh no thank you i'll find something else so yeah that's where i can see that discrepancy will that continue it may like the capital growth has just been so big for Brookvale in particular so quickly like even talk about villiers james with the new sales with the unit uh the factory sales even in the last sort of Couple of months in the business varieties. Holy shit, half these businesses I didn't even know would even be yeah. about all chroma.
1: Yeah, and they just come out of the woodworks. So I think um, I was just thinking about what you were saying there, Michael, and it really is. It depends on the type of personality you are, the type of person you are. What? Where do you place the most weight? I think some people put a lot of pressure on themselves. As you say, maybe I have to reinvest everything back into the business. It's all about the business. And then some people do have the, uh, the idea that property is the only way on top of the on top of the business that i'm going to make money so it's individualized for every single person that you sort of put it to but there's no real right or wrong i suppose it just depends on where you where you place more weight on in your own life um it's hard to advise someone when it's when they're in that situation because they're emotionally connected to it on one side um and they're physically connected onto the other side of the business so as agents can we advise them on the best decision we can advise them on what
0: is. I, if, they're, if they're honest, like not honest, if they're open, but you're gonna build that rapport and that trust. They're not yeah. gonna tell, like a lot of good clients that so I have that conversation and I know what their business is like. I could be like, is this really best? When you talking about buying a machine, why don't you buy that? Like yeah. some clients, you can, but some they, you only meet them once, and they're not going to be like, "Hey, I make this in my business, and yeah. I've got all this." So it, it is very tough. So for clients out there, get a financial planner, speak to someone who is very successful in business yeah. and in property. Yeah. Don't expect you made at the barbecue, bought nothing, done nothing. Speak yeah. to someone going, "Should I put like?" Because buying a property is great, but it's also not cheap you put, especially in commercial, you're putting it in 30 40% deposits. Um, and for most businesses, half a million, 300 grand liquidity is pretty big. Yeah. So weigh it up, see what people have done. I think a key thing is just have that conversation. And that's the main point of today because I speak to a lot of people and their initial thought, they don't even consider anything else. They don't even consider the liquidity yeah. repercussions, the interest rate, versus return it's like well is this a good investment just because i'm here is it good to buy like would someone else yeah. buy this like with this friend it's like look at those things especially yeah. as you said the fit out if you're easy to move some businesses are growing in, if you buy that factory and then in two years it's too small you're so reluctant to move because you bought it yeah and you don't want to move
1: because and you don't of- want to jeopardize the growth of the business as well, but you put yourself in that position there where you sort of have to sacrifice one or the other. It's can I can yes. I afford to, or do I just stay here and do what I'm doing? And then it just falls into a you know a level of plateau where the business can't continue to grow at the rate that it would have um, when it probably, if you've done that well in the past couple of years, you probably have the potential to do so. So having having that lease to sort of go back. It gives you the flexibility, but also it doesn't give you the security. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have that bolt hold in the floor. You can move. You can be more malleable with what you do. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's something, as you and, say, have the right bond.
0: And that's key. Some businesses, as much as they like the security, they don't need it. They have no, like, they, they could be using a warehouse for storage and office. And it's like, yeah. seriously, what, what, what do you need to secure from? You could move anywhere. You don't have yeah. any custom machinery. You don't have anything built. You literally could move anywhere. And there's like, so, yeah, security sounds good, but are you willing to jeopardize the liquidity or mark? Like, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But that's a wrap for this morning. All
1: Thank good. you, James.
0: And we'll be back tomorrow Thank morning. Cheers, Michael, for a commercial it. discussion week. <laughs> 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 All righty, Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yes. Bye.